testing, testing, one move. Testing, testing. One, two. Now, we are now <laughs> testing this out for proper modulation. As you will know, when you record, As the you proper modulation know. that is required you will know. is for the electric eye, which is a green <laughs> type of Pipe tube. tube. We'll open and close as we record. Now I will play this back to hear the quality as you will know, this Robin. is operating. Thank you. Hey, now. Thank you. I think hey, he, now. He's the only one who knows that because he, he studied electronics and uh, physics. He thinks when he studies, everybody gets it. As you will know, I remember watching him doing that. I think I was five. I go, I don't know that. He expected everyone to know. And I know my mother didn't know that. I don't know what she knew. hey Well. Hey, now. I know everyone's talking about the big story of the day, whether Andy Cohn nailed the Beverly Hills reunion and uh, got to the bottom of the Erica Jane stuff. And uh, I would say he did a very good job. He, he is coming did to life he? now. Yeah, he did a bunch. Of, did you watch the second installment? Of I Beverly did Hill? not. Uh, you told me yeah. not to watch the first one, and it, it took waste. me so much time to find where it was. I gave up. Okay. Well, I'm. Uh, I'm telling you, you're allowed to watch the second one. Because, the second one is okay to watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. I I screened it for you. Andy <laughs> uh, did a good job with Erica Jane. He's getting more to the bottom of that story. And uh, did I you get something you didn't know before? No. But she oh. is nasty. She snarls, and uh, she's not winning anybody over. I do know that. I guess if you are accused of, of stealing money from burn victims and orphans, that uh, you can just say, hey, I have Alzheimer's. I forget everything. Uh, well, although one point she said, well, they said, well, he seemed fine when we had him on the TV show that one time, and he was telling stories. She goes, yeah, he memorized certain stories. And I was like, well, I thought he had Alzheimer's. You can't memorize right. stuff. Right, you have no memory in yeah. Alzheimer's. You can't remember any story. Yeah, well, evidently he has a memory for telling stories, but <laughs> not for stealing. But he whatever. Could, nobody else has said, oh, yeah, he would tell the same story every time we saw him. If I ever do something weird, I'm going to just claim I have Alzheimer's. And well, that was the in. good old, you know, in the good old days of Reagan when they were having the Iran-Contra hearings. Mm. Uh, he would say, I have no recollection. And we that was have no, line. I have no, I have no. <laughs> 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 Alzheimer. Used to be you were senile. They don't want to say that anymore. That's one of those bad words you're not allowed to say. Well, senile was not a medical word. I see. And in order to treat a, med, a, a disease or an illness or a condition, it has to have a medical terminology. Well, then we were learning you can create medications and subs- and prescribe medicine for it. We were talking about my man Tony Bennett. I mean, he's got the Alzheimer, but he can go out on stage and sing because uh, you know something kicks in, and all of a sudden he doesn't have the Alzheimer. He can well, sing all I his songs. The lawyer would sing. Yeah, <laughs> turn himself in. <laughs> it turns out when he, if he, when he was allegedly scamming people, his Alzheimer's went away, and then <laughs> as soon as he was done scamming them, it came back. And now he knows he has yeah. Alzheimer's. Like uh, all of a sudden, right. it's just the, the answer to everything. What's that? The law's after me. I can't <laughs> hold my Alzheimer's back anymore. <laughs> I'm full blown senile. Yeah. Well, you know, it's very interesting. When I wrote my book, 
you know, I went to, you know, my, my book was not easy on my parents, my, uh, autobiography. And so before yeah. it was released, I, I sent them a copy to read and I said, <laughs> I'm coming down to talk to you about it because look, you know, this is going to be out there. And, uh, you know, my mother was very angry and, you know, making a big deal about it. My father was supposed to have Alzheimer's, right? And he's sitting there right. like a lump in the other chair. And, uh, you know, my mother's going, oh, why did you have to do this? And then all of a sudden, my father said, you didn't have to tell everybody. And I was like, wait mm. a minute, the lump just spoke. <laughs> he had feelings about it, too. And I turned to him and said, well, you didn't have to do it. And then there wouldn't be a book. <laughs> but Good it was you. very interesting that he, all of a sudden, he put all that together with his Alzheimer's. I I wish you would have consulted me because you should have done what I did. I um. I printed my parents a different book than the one I put out. <laughs> they love it. Good idea. And I, you you know. always, you act impulsively <laughs> and honestly, unlike me. Not a good thing, huh? <laughs> I would have advised you to do something different. <laughs> little mishonest over there. Okay. But it was very Whatever. interesting that all of a sudden, I mean, he was like, uh, you know, hardly able to put words together. And then all of a sudden he was ready to join this argument. Yeah, he was drooling over in the corner, and all of a sudden he perked up <laughs> when it came to you. <laughs> well, it came to him, his reputation. Yeah. He could no longer hide. I remember the one time your dad was on our show, you know, a million he years was on ago. Show? He was. Your whole family oh, came yeah, in. Oh, yeah, that was the whole family came in, yeah. Yeah. And he was mostly silent throughout the interview. Well, he was that was quiet... the Alzheimer's period. Yeah, he yeah. hardly yeah. knew where he was. Yeah, he was just like quiet, like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> he was just like, where's Robin? Mm. <laughs> oh, God, what a life. Yeah, that Alzheimer's something else. Once, you know, I think it was that same trip. We were together for days, and then finally we were at this dinner, and my mother was on one side of him, and I was on the other. And he finally put it all together. He said, wait a minute. Uh, who is she to you? Pointing to my mother. Who is she to you? I said, that's my mother. He says, are you Robin? <laughs> I was like, wow. yes, <laughs> thank you. You know, it's been five <laughs> days. <laughs> yeah, now there's a guy who can't go to prison. <laughs> well, did you have any regrets after you wrote the book? In other words, uh, now years later. Do you I ever regret that I had to do a big fuck you to my parents. Yeah, like I wasn't uh, mature enough or I hadn't evolved enough uh, at that time to realize the book was just a big fuck you. You know, I always promised them I'd get them back. <laughs> and I went through with that plan. <laughs> oh, so you did. You had regrets. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. You, we've never talked about that. Yeah, look yeah at I that. don't look at that book. People say, oh, I've read your book. I'm like, oh. <laughs> I my favorite part is the anal sex part. That's the one I like. In San Francisco, who could I don't forget regret that? writing that? No, of course not. It was very sexy, sexy time. <laughs> wow. Well, there you go. I didn't know that about you. That you have, uh, you feel you should. Well, I'd rather it. have, you know, like at this point, I wouldn't even. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad that I'm a, 
an example of a person who's overcome a lot. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the consequences to other people, I think, is what what bothers me. It doesn't bother me that I told my story. It bothers me the consequences that right. it had on other people. Yeah, you know, good for you, because uh, I guess I relate to that, because uh, this whole show is a big fuck you uh, to everybody, <laughs> <laughs> to pretty much everyone. So that's it. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Why we relate to that clip so much? Yeah. Fuck you! <laughs> oh man! You know I have Robin's book on a shelf, and I have it dog-eared, so uh, I can get to the <laughs> anal sex page easily, and then I I read it, and uh, I, I get to it easily. It's page ninety-three. It's wonderful. <laughs> uh, hey, Robata. I guess the big story over the weekend was Alec Baldwin's uh, movie, Rust, and the horrible shooting of uh, this uh, director, uh, photography, director of photography, beautiful woman, young woman, 42 years old, nine-year-old son, husband, the whole deal, and whether there was enough safety on the set, who was to blame, uh, I I feel horrible for all involved. What is there to say? Yeah, it was, it, you know, like little facts or maybe facts keep dribbling out, you know, because when we talked about it, the first thing I said was, how does that happen? And they were rehearsing a scene where he was going to be pointing the gun at the camera. Yeah, there's a lot of questions about it. I'm sure they're going to investigate. I mean, they're in the middle of investigating, trying to figure out how something like that happens. I don't really understand it. I've, uh, I've had, but I was just wondering why is anybody pointing a gun at anybody? And you did point out, yes, there's those scenes. And so over the weekend, I was looking at different movies and I did see a lot of scenes where the gun is pointed straight at the camera and you're looking at the barrel. Well, when we were talking over the weekend, there wasn't the information that there's out now. Evidently what was going on according again, I don't know what was going on on that set. I don't have any information that other than what I've read. And you know, when you read about stuff like this, a lot of the things are wrong. They just are because these things. You don't get all the truth or all the facts right. But evidently today they were saying that this was just um, Alec over in the corner rehearsing. Now, again, I don't know if this is true. Uh, And, uh, you know, I've been around guns. I've had a lot of experience with guns, quite frankly. And uh, one of the, the the first rule of gun handling is you never point a gun at anybody, period, no matter where you are. If you're at a firing range or you're around with people who are cleaning weapons and stuff, if anyone points that gun at you, they throw them right the fuck out. Even if they go, no, 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 I, I, it's, it's empty. I emptied that. Oh, 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 you don't know that. I haven't examined your gun. I don't know that it's empty. And whenever you get a gun, you never take anybody's word for it. If somebody who is your uh, instructor in guns or a friend who is very knowledgeable in guns and they say to you, here is an empty gun, you say, uh, I don't know that. That's the first, that's the second rule. I don't know that. I need to check for myself. And with uh, automatic weapons, uh, you know, uh, like, a, like a Glock, you slide back and you look for yourself and you make sure there's nothing in the chamber. You make sure the magazine's out. You put your pinky in. 
There's a whole protocol you follow to make sure that these guns are empty. And um, But you've never been on a set where there were guns, never. have you? No. Nope. Because they nope. said that, you know, there's a prop person who handles weapons. And well, the gun was handed to Alec, and they he said he yelled out, cold gun, which is the code word for an unloaded pistol. Yeah. And I don't know why the rehearsal was going around other people. In other words, once a gun is being pulled out of a holster, he was, uh, according to what I read, I don't know if it's true, only Alec can uh, tell you and the director and all the people involved, but he was doing something called a cross draw. What is a cross draw? A cross draw is when the holster is on the opposite side of the hand you're going to draw mm-hmm. from. It's not an easy move. It's very difficult. And to be, do it, you know, to do that is, it requires practice. So they say they were practicing. This was, the camera wasn't rolling. It was just a practice. And so uh, the practice can be done anywhere, mm-hmm. not around people. No, no one should be around. Now, again, who knows? I don't. I wasn't there. Um, you know, and and you know, and the questions are: Why were there live rounds anywhere near? Shouldn't be any live ammunition on the set. That's what very, I was hearing about the rules: is there should be no real ammunition around. Right. It's very very strange. But here's the thing. You know, a woman is dead, and uh, and we know Alec, and we, we've had him on the show many, many times. And, uh, you know, I'm sure, the, I'm sure uh, not only is this woman's family devastated, this woman is dead, and I'm sure Alec is just, just suffering from this. I mean, well, it's, I'm sure it's a horrible whole, tragedy. Yeah, anybody around has to be devastated because that was just, like, not supposed to be happening. And uh, especially the people who were involved and Alec being, you know, the primary one holding the gun. I'm sure it can't be a great day. No. Now, I also read that this there have been two other mis- misfires or some sort of uh, other things, the mishaps that with happened with guns. Gun, with this particular gun is what they're saying, that it misfired wow. a couple of times. So what is going on there? But uh, I guess the I guess they'll investigate. I don't know why. Uh, you know, I don't know how long an investigation takes, but it just all sounds like a, a like like a a shit storm of bad shit going down. I, what do they call that? The perfect storm. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, terrible story. Oof. Terrible, yeah, nothing you story. want to ever happen to anybody. No. <laughs> well, anyway, yeah. Uh, so I don't have any special uh, information other than what anybody who's ever been around guns knows. But you don't point a gun at somebody, and uh, I don't know how that happened. But um, whatever, I, I, I don't know. I just feel bad for all involved. The only mishap we had on my movie, Private Parts, was uh, when I farted. I was supposed to do a fake fart, and I accidentally farted for real, and the whole said had to be cleared do you remember that robin right and and everybody yeah. told us it was a clean chamber <laughs> right everyone assumed i knew what i was doing and i just went and it was real yeah i shit my pants <laughs> they did a funny bit on saturday night live it was a fake commercial for a um a special kind of underpants that had like a yes. teflon so when men accidentally shit their pants the uh, shit would slide out of the underwear and you it's wouldn't have to... Non-stick, yeah, it just falls right yeah. out through your pants to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Brandy was awesome on Saturday Night Live. 
Brandy Carlisle, great, fantastic. She uh, she just kills it. I was so happy for her. Uh, you know, when an artist gets to be on Saturday Night Live, it's great exposure, and you're part of this rich history of uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah. And musical performances. You know, everyone from Paul Simon, I remember George Harrison, The Stones. Everyone's been on Saturday Night Live who's anybody. And I know for, like, Brandy, who's now coming into her own. And I think on this new album, her level of songwriting has gone way through the roof. Like, she's gotten yeah, so much I've better. Yeah, I've listened to the entire album. It's It's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, she could sell any song with that voice of hers, but the, the songwriting and the, the twins and the background vocals, it's all good. So, you know, we got on that bandwagon early on with Brandy. I was I just, very I, proud of you for that. I was like, yeah, before anybody else. Yeah, I mean, we uh, you know, I I heard her singing on some YouTube video, and I went, wow, we got to get that woman on. And uh, we did, and, and we've developed a relationship with her. But when I saw her on Saturday Night Live, I was like, you know what, boy, she's really finally... Uh, getting the mass appeal kind of fame that I think she so badly deserves and wants. And it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool to see that. I was happy for her, and I thought she nailed the performance. And, you know, there was still some fucking people on Saturday Night Live. I suspect they got some kind of backing vocal or, or instrumentation right. that's on yeah. tape. I don't know what it is. I know it's supposed to be all live, but you never know. And... Uh, with Brandy, you don't even, you don't even, she would, she wouldn't even want to do anything no. but a live performance. And the way she delivered that song, you knew there was no backing vocal. That was a, yeah. a great thing. Cause she was, she was ad-libbing, you know, and she stretched notes and she's, you know, you that knew. Was just great. Yeah. And if you read her book, I mean, this woman put in so many years of her, you know, of practice, her 10,000 hours, so to speak. Damn. I mean, it paid off because in those moments, she is just so confident and so comfortable playing live. And she is something else, man. So, yeah, I, I, I watched that. I felt like a proud parent or something, you know, when I was watching her doing her thing. Cause yeah, I watched it twice. I was Me like, too. I can't even. It was so awesome. Yeah. Me too. Well, I watched <laughs> it twice because I, Beth said, let's watch Brandy on the Saturday Night Live. And we're watching. She falls right asleep. So <laughs> I'm watching Brandy's second song and she wakes up. All of a sudden she goes, <laughs> Is this her first song? I go, no, no, no. There was a song right. She goes, all right, rewind it. I want to see what's doing. So I had to watch it twice, but it was good. It was worth watching. Um, yeah. So happy October, by the way. We have another big, a uh, lot of talk around here about Sal not being able to pee <laughs> on uh, the big October event. Were people disappointed? I know I was. Sal should have uh Sal been planning that for over three months. I don't know what happened. He's no he's no Brandy Carlisle when it comes to live performance. <laughs> uh Catherine, you're on the air. Hi, in New Jersey. Hi. Good morning. Good morning, Howard. Good morning, Robin. Good morning. I just wanted to compliment Sal and Richard on the synchronized urination routine. I thought it was funnier that Sal couldn't pay, personally. <laughs> Yeah, After well, all that you know, planning, I think. Sh sure, but you know, we expect a certain level of live performance around here, especially from a guy who talks a good game, and it just to me was uh, a bit of a disappointment. Look, you he's know? taking out that ugly little worm between his legs all the time. This oh, is the one God. time we asked we asked that it worked. <laughs> but it was definitely funnier that he couldn't. And did Richard make beer in the bucket? 
Oh my God! This is the this is the aftermath. So for those of you who didn't hear it, for October, is that what Richard, you're in the background? The, no, that's Fred playing the tape of Ralph. Anyway, um, yeah. And there's Fred playing something that made no sense. Okay. He's the anyway, story of my uh, life. There it is. <laughs> P is the story of my life. P is the story of my life. Right. Yes. Yeah, story yeah. of my life. Just keep interrupting. So um, anyway, for those of you who missed it, Sal and Richard did this bit called Synchronized Urinating. We planned it for a long time. We sent over two special metal buckets that were particularly noisy when the boys peed, and then they played uh, Blue Danube. You know, here, I, I got it right here. Uh, Look, Sal sucks. You fucking moron. Hold on a second. Why are you fucking it up, Sal? I'm getting pee shy, Howard. I'm, I never, this never happened to me before. Sal, get ready. Nothing. A dribble. Douchebag. Douchebag. Anyway, um, so this is the funny part. Richard uh, said after he pissed into that bucket for like, it seems like the guy has an unlimited amount of urine that comes out of him. Oh, my uh, goodness, that, yeah. He was more ex- excited about this $5 bucket we sent over to his house because he said, I'm going to take it and I'm going to make beer in it afterwards because it's a perfect size and perfect kind of bucket to make beer and uh so after after we finished the bit we went to commercials richard took his pee bucket upstairs to clean it out i guess (laughs) and he spilled the whole bucket all over the floor of his house (sighs) i mean (laughs) how could you live with him indoors i mean really (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like like he's disgusting. You know what I mean? Like no woman could put up. I don't know how his wife put like like his wife must have a high tolerance or maybe she just enjoys his craziness. But I mean, he but he's just his like urine. the dog that won't get trained and you just keep him out in his own dog house. Yeah. <laughs> how does she let him in? <laughs> I mean, if you had a bucket full of urine, you'd be pretty careful with it. Right. Richard, how did and you there's, spill? There's no sink in that basement where he was. Don't they do their laundry down there? The, yeah, to... Sorry, there's an issue with my video, Howard. But, yeah, there's a sink down here. And for some reason, Rob and I had forgot. And I was like, I I wanted to just take it up to our bathroom and pour it in the toilet. And I tripped over a little, like a little <laughs> toy or something for my son down here. And, the yeah, the piss went everywhere. And it, mm. it still smells like urine down here. Because you didn't bother to clean it afterward, right? I mean, you just left it on the floor. It dried, yeah. Yeah, see? Yeah. I it imagine like... his whole house looks like a crime scene. <laughs> right. It's just, like, like, dude, like, why wouldn't you get a mop and mop up that pee so that it just doesn't smell down there? Uh, it I mean, dried. I'm kind of the only one that uses this basement, and I don't mind the smell. And I just, I plus it was during the show. I didn't want to, you know, I needed to work. And I didn't well, want to take time to mop it up. So I mean, you've had four days between shows to mop it up, you know. Well, by kind of by the, towards the end of the show, it had started drying up. So I was like, eh, I'll just let it mm. try. Just it's because con- you spill something on the floor and it dries, Richard, doesn't mean you can't clean it. 
<laughs> like when you like well, it's a con <laughs> it's a concrete floor so it kind of just dried into the concrete uh, isn't that your washing machine behind you is that what i'm looking at yeah no, that's the hot water heater or something oh you're looking so you, over there okay no, you see that yeah, thing that's and hot you see water that's yeah the washer and dryer yeah so your piss there. is by the laundry right like i mean it smells like urine by the laundry machine i mean your wife must come down to use the laundry machine right no i washing do, machine I do the laundry you don't uh, even like to come down here. It's so creepy down here. <laughs> and you and you and and like when you're doing wash, there's urine all over the floor, and it's fine. It's just like everything's just kind of going at once. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And what happened to the bucket? Did you uh, make beer in it? Not yet. I mean, I'm eventually I will, but with two kids, it's hard to find the time to do anything. But right. yeah, I washed it out. I just wash it with a little hot water, and then I'll make some beer in it. Maybe some soap. No. No soap. no soap. Nope. <laughs> no soap. <laughs> no, really what hot do you, water. What do you need soap for, Howard? <laughs> soap. We haven't bought any soap ever. Soap? What's that? Soap could ruin the taste of the beer. Oh, my goodness. Your wife trusts you with the laundry to do the laundry? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. She's a, be... amazing. She's amazing. She huh? is incredible. Yeah. She's the only person on this planet who sees him as an adult. You know what I mean? Some of the time she does. <laughs> I'm like one of the kids most of the time. Anyway, I'll read you some of the fans. Anyway, Catherine, uh, thanks for the call. Oh, thanks, Howard. Have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. She liked that Sal couldn't pee. Uh, <laughs> li listeners are furious with Sal. Sal's failure to pee on Wednesday's show was a bigger choke job than Gary's first, first pitch. Shame. Yeah. Was Sal upset, Richard? Did he complain to you afterwards that he couldn't pee? Oh yeah, he was. It like ruined his day, and even the next day he was still upset. He's like really up, mad at himself over this. And I told, I tried to comfort him. I was like, you know, it, it ended up being really funny that he choked. But he, uh, you know, the fact that we put so many hours. I mean, I don't know about hundreds, but dozens of hours into rehearsing for this. So, you know. let me ask you something, Richard. Did Sal function properly during rehearsal? Did he pee on command? Oh, it, yeah, he did fine. It was great. It was really funny. Like when we did the rehearsals, the back and forth of it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he was controlling, By the way, controlling heard his after, pee really well. I heard after the show, Sal then, like, to prove to Richard he could do it. Like, of course, the mics were off. Wanted to do it again, right? Yeah, up, yeah. Up and, of course... Here he is after the show peeing perfectly because that's Sal. You know what I mean? Like, like, oh, great, Sal. Now after the show, you do the bit and it's fun. Yeah. Now that everybody's da -da -da. gone home, I can perform. Yeah. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. Here he goes. Da -da 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 -da. <laughs> Let's throw up. <laughs> Who's he doing that for? You, Richard? <laughs> yeah. yeah. The audience of one. I heard a fucked up Sal story. Hey, Sal. How you doing? Hey, Howard. You're such a weirdo. Um, Why? Well, I heard that whole thing with your doctor um, refusing to see you anymore. What? <laughs> Dude, if, that, if something like that happened to me, I would be so fucked in the head. 
I, w- I would like, I, I'm, you're such a pervert. You're such a weird guy. Due to his doctor. I didn't I'll do anything to, to my doctor. I, I uh, did. You clearly did done. something, douchebag. I mean, what? The, you know what it is? How are you not in jail? <laughs> I'll stop it. You're really stretching this. So here's the story, best I can tell it. And Sal, you can fill in the holes. So uh, Sal had a very attractive doctor. I'm not going to give too many details about her. but No, because uh, nobody I've needs seen... to associate her with Sal. Yeah, right. But Sal had a very attractive doctor, woman. Yes. And um, you know how sex-starved Sal is because his wife can't stand him. So right. anyway, <laughs> Sal now is paranoid that his hot doctor stopped seeing him because she caught on to the fact that he enjoyed it when she touched his penis. So, um, so the Sal, Sal explains to me the first time he went to his doctor, he was blown away by how hot she was. Right, Sal? Oh my gosh, he was smoking hot. I thought I was in the middle of a porn scene. Like, this can't be right. I, it was almost like candid camera of porn. Like, this lady walks into the room and she's gorgeous. You know, yeah. the doctor was beautiful. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the greatest you know. day of my life. <laughs> so, um, Sal, of course, being the master of misconception, his perceptions are all, he, he's, his, his perceptions are always off. So, um, the doctor in a professional way is discussing his blood test and, and she, and, and, you know, she said to him, you know, do you use Coke or weed or anything like that? Because it's going to show up in your blood test. So don't lie. Um, and Sal said he doesn't use weed or Coke. And she said, blood tests won't lie. And Sal interpreted that, that she was flirting with him. Well, the way she looked in my eye, well, she, the way like, she looked she at you. Yeah, she looked at me and she, she was holding the syringe and she looks at me in the eye. She goes, the blood doesn't lie. And I'm like, whoa, this lady is like seductive. So, okay. So here <laughs> she we go. didn't say it like that. Sal thought <laughs> you, like that. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Sal's at the first time he goes to see this beautiful female doctor who, who said, blood tests don't lie, you handsome fuck. <laughs> And uh, she did have a, a like a Transylvanian type of accent. She's like, "All right, okay." The first time he saw her, I'm trying to keep details, you know, vague, but Sal insists on giving Sal more detail. On, he yeah. wants to give you her name and address, right? Because he picks up on every cue that I give him. I'm a creep. <laughs> so the first time he saw her, and she checked his penis and testicles, which is customary for a general, you know, for a general practitioner to do, you know, to make sure you don't have a hernia or whatever. And she cupped his balls and asked him to cough. So Sal would just purposely keep coughing too lightly. Like he just would go, uh, 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 do, do, the, do, do what you would do. Again, please. Again, please. <laughs> yeah, because Sal was trying to prolong the experience of her right, cupping balls. Right, he was enjoying it, yeah. Right. And I guarantee you, you were thrusting your hips forward. I mean, I know you. I know how you stand. All right. So Sal, like, says he didn't get hard, but he did have a tingling in his penis. Well, Whatever barely, that is. You know, it was professional. I was staying. I was, I was a professional patient. You were sure it wasn't patient. stinging? It was tingling, huh? <laughs> no, but it might have been her fingernails. That so Sal liked her so much, instead of going for his checkup once a year, <clears throat> he started booking his checkups twice a year. Like, as, you know, as quickly as he could get back there. <laughs> Every six months. 
who gets, I mean, he's a young guy. He's, he's relatively young. He's now booking a, a checkup every six months because he thinks now, he's dating. Did you tell her that something was wrong, that you had a, a thing you were concerned about? No, no. Like Howard said, it was just customary, you know, with the, with the breathing and the, and the blood tests and that. That was part of the PPG, you know, <laughs> part of the test. Wow. She didn't tell you to come back every six months. You did. No. No. Yeah. She, right, right. I did. Right. So it, he yeah. starts calling the office trying to book a date, you know. Health is important. <laughs> right. <laughs> Needs his balls checked again. So, the, so, so Sal <laughs> goes to the next doctor appointment. Tell me if I got this right, Sal, right? Right, right. This right. time the doctor barely touched his penis. Yes. <laughs> and then <clears throat> the visit after that, she didn't check his penis at all. So you know. This is Sal's history with every woman. Do you notice that? <laughs> Sal asked her. <laughs> Sal even got upset, and he asked her to check his testicles at that visit, and she said, no, you're good. You're not getting your testicles checked. He yeah, asked, they don't need to check every six months. Dude, you, yeah. first of all, oh, my God. You, you know what? Who knows what the fuck you're doing in there? I mean, the fact oh. that she won't even check your balls. She knows well, you're up to something. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong? What did you do? You must have signaled some kind of like attraction to her. You must have, you must have said well, something how can weird he to her. Disguise anything, Howard. Everything's written on his face. Yeah. What you What sure did you, you say didn't to get her? A boner, like, so. No, did I didn't. Not, not even. Did you grow a little bit? Did you chub? No, no, no I didn't. I just thought and, it was a nice bonus. You know, it's tough enough going to a doctor. A and then bonus. when you have somebody who's, you know, pleasant to be around and she's checking you, I'm like, wow, this, you know, she, she, she motivated me to go back. So you, you know, said, so thing. you said to her, you said to her, Hey, ma'am, a ma'am, I'm a doctor. Dude, you didn't check my testicles. Would you please test, t check them? And yeah. Yeah. And she turns around. She goes, no, you're good. And she leaves. <laughs> she left the room. <laughs> I'm like, God, what a bummer. Like what happened? Like a massage parlor. In like, there. I didn't want to pay the copay that day. I, I know. He's looking for a happy ending from his doctor. No, I wasn't. And would you get naked for the exam before she even asked? No. Like, would you pull your pants down? No, just uh, take the shirt off, uh, my shirt off for the blood pressure and whatnot. And then and then uh, for the testicle check, just drop my pants. Right. Why don't you lift something heavy so you can go back? You won't take <laughs> well, listen to this. Here's the kicker. She won't take them back. Listen to this. So after, after, you know, COVID and stuff, you know, and the, and every, everyone took a break from seeing a doctor. Sal calls again. He wants to go get his, you know, balls checked. <laughs> She's refusing to see him. Wow. Yeah. How does um, she refuse to see you? Said, well, what happened, Rob, is I called and I, I, I made an appointment and then the, the lady called me back, the receptionist or who, the receptionist called me back and she said, um, she's no longer seeing patient new patients i go i'm not a new patient she goes no you haven't been here for a year i said i haven't been there for a year because of covid she goes it doesn't matter you could have zoomed us and followed up the doctor says you're considered now a new patient a year has expired and you have to go to a new doctor and she hung up i'm like whoa what happened wow <laughs> can you imagine the creepiness that was coming off sal Oh, Every well, like if you went to a hot gynecologist and he diddled and meanwhile, a little bit, you would be like, this is hot. That's all it is. <laughs> meanwhile, Sal, Sal said to quiet. us, you're, you're right, Robin, because Sal thinks the doctor may have, this is his quote, sensed some creepiness during that first exam. <laughs> well, maybe. Um, I don't know. Now, did. that's the only thing I can, uh, what's the word, deduce, I guess. Uh, deduce? Yes. <laughs>
<laughs> you certainly <laughs> didn't see Deuce. Douche. Mr. Governale, uh, the doctor says we're no longer taking creepy patients. Uh, she started <laughs> a whole new... Dude, you know, first of all, can you imagine what went on in that, that doctor office? Okay, Sal calls up, hi, you know, Sal Governale. Like, now his name is known in this doctor's office, like... It's like being like, you know, the students who are bad at school, like, like, like everyone knew their name. And, you know, it, it's just horrible. Sal calls He's on the no fly list. Yeah, there's yeah. probably wanted He's posters like... up. At the office. Sal goes, there's a picture like, of like, him hanging in her office. Yeah, like there's an office where this went down. So Sal calls up. Clearly, they are taking new patients because Sal calls up and goes, hi, my name's Sal Governale. I'd like to see the doctor. I'm a patient of hers. And then the woman goes, absolutely, Mr. Governale, here's your appointment. The call back. That's it. So, so that woman went to the doctor, and I guess the doctor. How many days until you found out you like? There had to be some time between when they called you it back. It was like and when fifteen you, minutes. That's all. Oh, it was took. it? Oh, yes. Okay. She went over so, the list. <laughs> so she went to the doctor and said, "Hey, you have an appointment with so and so and so and so and Sal Governale," and the doctor went. Now this all went down within fifteen minutes. Go call him. <laughs> and tell him he is he's no longer welcoming and the, and the, the woman probably went well, I just made an appointment with him how can I do that I don't care what you say to him he's a creep I pull <laughs> his pants down and the next thing I know he's he did uh, stop who knows get if, out if, if Sal all, had any self awareness he could that. tell you how creepy he was you must have said something creepy you must have maybe I when you complained nothing. about not getting your balls checked after six months or even maybe well, actions he took. You don't know right. you don't what Sal's doing. I said, I did nothing, and she was very pleasant, and that was it. I just said, I, re I remember the last time, like, she was done, and I'm like, hey, Doc, how about over here? You know, my testicles. She's like, no, no, Look you're at good. Look at him, waving down at his penis, like, how about yeah. this? Hey, how about <laughs> over here? <laughs> what about this? I think that that's how Look I... At this. Right. I, I did do it that way, but I was, you know, So you said to the doctor, you motioned yeah. toward your penis and said, hey, doc, what about How over about here? This? Yeah. How about I this? Did. Okay. Right. right. Maybe that's, that's it not, now that That's you're... not crazy. Yeah. Well, she does check, you know, that, you know, it's, Robin, it's a thorough examination. If you're not being thoroughly examined, technically, you know. Did she? Not... If you weren't stupid, Sal, you could say something like, is that it? Are we done? Yes. If I Instead wasn't. of going, hey. Over here. What about, over here. What about the balls? Hey, Doc, jiggle my nuts. I can't. I can't. I got something for you here, Toots. Right over. Yeah. I'm a pervert. Your balls need touched. When she's so litchy, stick your finger in there. Oh. Did, the first time you went to her, did she do a prostate exam? Did she stick her finger up? No, her she didn't. She never did that. Yeah. Oh, you know, oh, now you would have been there it, every week if she had done Yeah, that. Not, I really, I, oh man, I blew it out. <laughs> Milk your prostate. What? Hey, Doc, what about these? These who? These nuts. <laughs> so, uh, like, obviously, being, all I know is being alone with Sal in this room oh. gave this woman a creep vibe like you wouldn't believe. Now, he's he's telling the story, so you don't know what he did, but he obviously was just out of line. Or Would maybe... you ever point to your penis in a doctor's office and say, hey, what about this? <laughs> Never. Did you forget Never. <laughs> I'm so I relieved when they fine. don't look at my Sorry. penis. I'm telling you, I, I, I go to doctors that won't look at that thing. <laughs> my doctor's an old man, and I'm happy when he doesn't check my balls. Right. Yeah, that's who I'm stuck with now, like some 
buddy that looks like Lee Iacocca. I don't even want him to go near me. You know what's oh, sad? That's where you belong. I blew it. Hey, it's that's still a hand, Sal. Yeah, yeah but well. Sal, you blew it is right. You finally <laughs> had somebody who was willing to touch those stupid nuts and that Turkish taffy dick of yours. <laughs> even though you, you had to up. pay for it, she would do it. <laughs> Oh, Did you go outside afterwards and be like, hey, man, I shell out a copay and she didn't even touch my dick? I mean, I was disappointed. I, I was. Yeah. Oh. I was like, damn, you know, this is, you know, this is there's something wrong here. This is like almost, I don't know. Like I wasn't treated properly as a patient. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know something? Answer me honestly. When you were rubbing one out the next day or two, were you thinking about the doctor touching your penis? Tell the uh, truth. I think, you know what, Howard? The thing is that I think of so many people. So she might have right. fallen That's into it. Yes. Yeah, it might, it might yeah. have been. You know? Listen, it's a compliment to her. She's an attractive lady. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. She should be complimented. Of course. Yes, if you're trapped it. inside of uh, Sal's head, you should be very, very honored. <laughs> I, think I'm the, I think I'm the only person that's ever touched Sal's balls that, like, didn't run away from him. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> You're still touching him. Yeah, Richard wants to come back once more. I'll check him for you, so you should. Uh, you should just. Tell, you should write a note to the doctor. Say, listen, if I was inappropriate, just understand. I'm in a very loveless marriage. My wife won't touch my balls, and when you did, I, I got. I, I became transfixed. I thought you loved me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I thank her. She and like even after after we talked to Sal, it was like. We had someone call up, try to make an appointment. They got an appointment in two minutes. Yeah, uh, of course. Yeah. So th she's taking new patients. I'm telling yeah. you, Sal is on a no-fly list. Uh, and they got, you know, and the woman made a mistake because she forgot to look over at that wall where Sal's picture is and his I'm name. Crazy. And she accidentally gave him a uh, an appointment. Dude, you're <laughs> so fucking weird that, like, you're that kid who, like, Except you're a grown man. You're that man that like doctors avoid. Like that's that's you. I guess so. Wow. How's that feel, man? I mean Feels like, fine. I feel I feel well, how's it feel? I'm disappointed. I guess she won't take me back. So it's it's He has no internal like, oh my God, what's wrong with me? What yeah. must I be doing? Robin, what am I Robin. spending he's on? Trying to, yeah, he's trying to figure out a way to get back in there. Like, you, <laughs> you, should wear, you should wear a disguise, Sal. Like wear that wig that you used to wear on webcam. There you go. Uh, Pretend uh, you're a woman. I'll go to yeah. <laughs> Sally Governale. <laughs> And then all I know is Sal started recommending the doctor to all his friends because they wanted to get their penises touched by her. And, uh, and then like your friends started going and then he's, he's, he didn't get his penis. He got his penis checked the first time. And then after a while, she stopped checking his penis yeah, too, that, right? That was, Listen yeah, to that. that. He's turning her yeah. into a prostitute. Hello. No, they're called referrals, Robin. I was giving her business. Yeah, but you told him he was going to get his penis touched, you dope. You know how tough Jeez. it is for a doctor these days, you know, with insurance and everything else? I'm sending people over to her. I was doing her a favor. She was a sweet lady. Creeps are lining up around the block. A whole practice of creeps. Yeah, all of a sudden, her whole waiting room is guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sal's friends. Uh, will you refer 